Hey, there's my face again. Where's my face? Oh, this is terrible. All right. Anyway, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Crimson Capsules, the second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. All right. Congratulations, man. We almost made it to Friday. We always made, we almost made it to Friday. Today, we got to get it in. And uh, whoa. I had a little bit of a situation here that I had to handle last minute and uh, things got out of order. I wasn't even sure I was going to be here. I had an emergency situation pop up and then uh, had to get the show ready to go. I think we're good to go, but we'll see. Stay tuned. Anyway, anyway, we got a great show tonight. I've been planning this one and uh, I saw a video by Aaron Clary. He actually also touched on this as well. And uh, we got to go ahead and talk about this. And I've been talking about this particular death for quite a long time. As a matter of fact, in my book, De-Evolution, which we're going to read a portion of that particular book that is available on Amazon. We're going to read this one and we're going to show you that coach was talking about this particular issue, this death of the strong and independent woman, how it's going to collapse America, how it's going to collapse marriages, families, and all of that stuff. All right. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to give a special eulogy for the death of the strong. And this is the official death. She's dead. All right. She's dead. The barbarians at the gate. All right. We've already the barbarians through the gate then kicked it down. All right. Coaches predicted this. Coach Stradamus talked about this in my book, The Evolution. They bit again. This is going to be that they bit the from the forbidden fruit. And now we are going to pay for this. We're going to pay for this. Literally. Um, so we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about Demi Lovato. All right. And a lot of this going on here about dating people in a certain age group and all of this stuff. We got to talk about that because it's getting weird here on the internet. Of course, I'm a, they, they want to call me a metaphile, him a metaphile, him a metaphile around here, but you're going to see women are trying to find their way. They're scrambling. They don't know what to do at one end. They're going to do it. The other end, they're not going to do it. At one end, they want a sugar daddy. The other end, they don't want a sugar daddy. I mean, it's crazy as they mature. So, um, uh, <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Anyway, do me a favor. Hit the like button and uh, dollar sign CGA live is how you contribute to today's show. Also on Venmo, Venmo. Uh, it is Coach Greg Adams TV. And also, uh, what else? What else? Oh, uh, PayPal in the building. PayPal in the building. What are we doing here? Uh, I'm going to put PayPal backslash Coach Greg Adams. We are on board. All right. I appreciate y'all, man. Uh, apologies for the delay and um, all of that stuff. Anyway, what else is going on here? Let me put this in real quick. For some reason, I done messed up. Can't type and talk at the same time. Have you ever tried to do that? Definitely is difficult for me. All right. So anyway, uh, what do we got going on here? Let me get the earlier contributors to today's show. And then we're going to get rolling with uh, the age thing here. Where was it? Somebody said, uh, this is from Rob. I got Rob. Shout out to higher image status. He actually, did you get this in? Did you get this? In? When did you send this? All right, you sent this earlier. Higher image status says on the road to personal dictatorship. All right, just checking in. Much love, CGA. Appreciate you. Thank you for kicking it in. All right, yes, on the road to personal personal um, dictatorship, getting control of your own life. Shout out to Albert Ingram again. He says much love and respect to you, Coach. We're going to go get him, give him a sponsorship. Looking forward to a great show. Thank you, sir. And then – um. Somebody on PayPal, I think, got it in right when the show ended. So I'm going to – this is the morning show. 
uh, he got it in right when the show ended. So I want to acknowledge uh, what he said. And it was from, let me make sure I can say his government name. It was from Lucas. He says, the modern woman gave rise to the modern man. Hashtag free agent lifestyle. And um, if you know anything about Brief Oats Law, women dictate the rules of engagement and men will adjust. Men will always make an adjustment. So the modern man definitely does follow the lead of the modern woman. So, or that that's just how it works. So women set the rule of uh, engagement. They set the rules on how we mate. And when they make a rule, men will naturally adjust. And so whatever they're getting from men today is a creation from them. If you know anything about Reefolt's law and study it. When you study it, you realize that a lot of women are like, why are men like this? It's basically men adjust, men adapt. Most of the time, men don't get to dictate how we access you. You guys dictate how we access, and then we create the rules for that. And then when we proceed long-term, we create the rules from thereafter. Andre416 says, you uh, you would have been a B-I-T-C-H in 1864 shuffling at that picnic. All right, fact that had me dying. All right, shout out to you at that picnic. Oh, man. And shout out to everybody having picnics this weekend. This is almost, we're almost at Labor Day, right? Labor Day coming up. All right, this is going to be a great show. All right, so appreciate the earlier contributors to today's show. And do me a favor, hit the like button, or we have to get a little bit belly deli in the building. Let's kick it up with the first. Here's the top. Wait a minute. That's not the topics. And if we have time, we'll go into the law of diminishing return. Uh, but the first topic, we're going to go into Demi Lovato. Um, if you guys know anything about Demi Lovato, she's kind of off her rocker just slightly. And what happens is she goes through certain transitions and periods in her lives. Unfortunately, a lot of young women follow her. Um, remember, didn't she shave her head at one particular point? Absolutely crazy. Well, the reason why we bring this up is because when she was younger, somewhat legally younger, right, or illegally, depending on where you are, she dated an older man, all right? And so we're talking about she's trying to get into the industry. She's trying to get into the industry. She's trying to level up. She's using hypergamy. She's probably a lot more sexier than she was at that age, but I don't know if I can comment. And she dated a guy named Wil Wilmer Valderrama. Wilmer Valderrama. And he is an actor, all right? He was on a show, that 70s show with Ashton Kutcher. Well, at the time, Wilbur was in his late 20s and Demi Lovato apparently was in her late teens now depending on where you are in your late teens depending on where you are located late teens could either be a green light or a red light some people believe that it should always be a red light even if there's be just because there's a teen at the end of your uh, uh name right your age it's always a red light well that's not necessarily true but that could be from a moral perspective or if you want to protect the young women in your community like a person could be 19 and it would be fair. But of course, if you say something like that, him a metaphile. Listen, I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. But we're going to display that because a lot of people will say, well, no, that's out of bounds no matter what. Well, it's not officially out of bounds, but some people can use it and say that's a little too young. It's OK. But let's see her wave the right white flag of victimhood. And here it is right here. And just so just to be fair, women went in on her. For this particular thing right here. So Demi Lovato says it's not sexy. Quote, it's not sexy to date older men after rumored woman diss. And here it is right here. I believe this is them around the time. I'm not sure. I, I, I can't quite, quite put it time-wise on this photo. But there's Wilmer and there's, there's her. 
This is what she says on the Call Her Daddy podcast, which has not been canceled. It is actually has major sponsorship, oddly enough. But everybody else on the opposite of their conversation seemed to be getting canceled. And it says right here, Demi Lovato advised against dating older men amid rumors her song, song titled number 29, is about her ex, Wilmer Valderrama. She says, quote, if you're a young girl and you think it is sexy or fun to date older men, which most young girls date older men, if it, even if it's slightly older, they're going to be more attracted to older men. Somebody might be maybe 19 or 22, and she might say, I like older men. More than likely, she's talking about someone who's 30, 32. And of course, the 45-year-old men line up and be like, I'll take care of that. <laughs> okay. Sometimes they're like, that's a little too old. But most women are attracted to older men slightly. But here she is right here. If you're a young girl and you think it's sexy or fun to date older men, it's not okay unless you're of age. And there it says right here, the former Disney star at age 30 said Wednesday episode on Wednesday's episode of the Call Her Daddy podcast. She says, quote, I think she don't think nothing. Okay, I think sometimes the public needs the truth, and that's why I decided to release this song the Camp Rock alum told uh, Alexandra Cooper. I think the message is so important, she says. Lovato made headlines earlier this month when she revealed that the lyrics for 29, which appears to reference the uh, age of Valderrama, now 42, but she met him in 2010. The actress says she was 17 at the time. Now, of course, depending on your location, that could either be fair or foul. I'm not willing to say that. However, she has not filed a claim against him for being a metaphile. She said she dated him. But let's go in on this. This is going to be a problem later on. Thought it was a teenage dream. These are lyrics from her song, Just a Fantasy. But was it yours or was it mine? The Lovato sing, wait, the Lovato sings in the rumored diss track. I don't know how you diss track on a singing song. But she says, far from important. What the F is consent? Okay. Now, oddly enough, if you look at the comment section on the post that was posted on Instagram that was actually called to my attention, many women weren't going for this. Now, you have the situation where you have the legalities of the situation. We're not going to discuss that. But what she's saying in this particular song is that, yes, there could have been something nefarious going on. But I'm not going to take accountability. Now she's waving the consent flag. She's waving the consent. Hey, do me a favor. Stop talking about Andrew Tate while I'm on the show. I'm trying to host the show over here. Okay. Okay. Please stop talking about it. If you want to watch it while, I, while you're watching me, please keep, keep it out of the live chat. Okay. Go ahead and watch it, but stop talking about it during my show. All right. Everybody got it. All right, so here we are waving because that's all I can see going on right now. Okay. Now, far from innocent, what the F is consent? All right, and Sal, now people are trying to say now she's trying to dodge accountability while at the same time claiming that she is what? Participating in this relationship. It says she continues, quote, numbers told you not to, but that didn't stop you. All right, numbers told you not to, but that 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 didn't stop you, which he far, uh, fully participated in a relationship. The sorry, not sorry singer who did not go public with her and Valderrama's romance until the month 
She turned 18, has yet to confirm whether he is the subject of the release. And she says, quote, I'm very careful with the way that I answer these questions because I feel that the song says it all. Lovato told Zane Lowe last week. I don't have too much to say, to be honest. All right, everybody, everybody see what's going on right here. The Grammy nominee noted that saying less is more. But as you can see right here, apparently they were in a relationship for some four to six years. But now that the relationship is over, and of course that she's crumbling, now she wants to play the victim and say, hey, yes, it is in fact his fault that the relationship proceeded going on further. It's absolutely crazy. However, Lovato did give Cooper a glimpse into the inspiration behind the song. On Wednesday, she says, quote, I came out of treatment with anger. Of course, when they hit the wall at 44 miles an hour and their life starts to fall apart, now all of a sudden she's angry about the relationship because maybe it didn't lead somewhere. Maybe she had all the red flags waving. And she says, I came out of treatment with the understanding and growth. She said, I was, it was a reflective, wait, it was a reflective song for me. She must have wrote the lyrics, even though there are undertones of anger. I really learned a lot about that experience and I decided to write about it. Lovato dated Valderrama on and off until 2016. The actor is now engaged to model Amanda Pacheco and he shares a daughter, Nakano, age one with the 30 year old. So he is what, 42? And the model is 30. So really, there's no age difference between Demi Lovato and the woman that he is now engaged with and has a daughter with. I wonder if the woman still feels the same about the age difference. As for Lovato, news broke this month that she is dating. I don't even know the name who celebrated her 30th birthday on Sunday with the musician. So she is in a relationship. She is in a relationship. So she's moved on. But here's the thing what we have going on here. We have particularly her trying to shame her and skirt accountability from this situation here. And um, here's some women here talking about this. And here's some people commenting. He was sexy then. And he is now you dated him for years. You could have said no at any time, but you didn't. So stop whining about it. My guess is he eventually rejected you. And that's from a woman. See, I know a lot of people want to just play the card. Okay. This is foul. This is fair which you can, but of course, here's the deal in our society. I just want to let you guys know, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying, you know me, you know, I, I like a good junior college, but I'm not saying, you know, you should have, you know, you should just line up on the age of consent if you need to, but what's legal is legal. What's not is not. If it's illegal, it's foul. If it's legal, it's fair, in my opinion, unfortunately. Not a lot of people will ride with that, but I'm willing to go with that. That's number one. Number two, teenagers are not children. They know exactly what they're doing, and they know the weight of things. They might not be fully developed brain-wise, but not a lot of people are until age 25. And, of course, with all the knuckle-draggers around here, not a lot of people are age-developed, even in their 30s. But in this situation here, she clearly knew what she was doing because she was exposed to a celebrity male, and she made the choice. Not only that, she dated him for some six years, and now she's trying to come out and said, well, on that time that I was not legal in a certain state, it is his fault. I never consented. This is the danger of when you're dealing with people who are going to use these things against you. So you got to be careful. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And she didn't capitalize on it. Another people says uh, right here, it's called grooming. It's what metaphiles do. 
And another one says, but she dated him for six years. Am I missing something? <laughs> and then Dawn, a woman says, exactly. She had plenty of time to change her mind. And then another guy says, anything for publicity. Another person says, oh, please. It was exactly what she needed at the time. Move on with your life. Another one says, a lot of people won't take advice from drug addicts. And um, uh, somebody says right here, once again, you're blowing smoke, Demi, old gal. Go get some frozen yogurt somewhere. And that's from a woman. So just so you know, a lot of women, and if you look at the Instagram post that I actually found on this one, you guys didn't see the comments there. I wasn't sharing. There, A lot of women were not in support of what Demi was trying to pull here. This was basically a victimhood card, and she tried to wave it. And she made the situation now. Now, if it was a situation like an R. Kelly, it would be different because R. Kelly did not have relationships with these women. These women that he allegedly was with were underage, and he was using them specifically for, uh, you know, he was, you know, feeling on booties. But they were in a relationship, and it's quite different. It's similar to these women that are coming about. They're coming out about um, uh, Hugh Hefner after the fact, after he's good and damn dead. Now they're trying to say sex with him was a chore. He was this. He talked about this. And they're trying to put all kinds of claims on him. But they were there. They lived with him. They capitalized off of it. They didn't get a job. They stayed to live with him. These are all indicative of the female culture that we have now. This is why I'm warning you. You got to be careful when you're messing with women in all ages. Because if they don't happen to capitalize on it, they're going to play the victimhood card for sure. It's always Jermaine's fault. And as we can see here in our culture, I'm going to show you another uh, particular tweet tweet here, Twitter. Uh, this woman goes by the name of Erica Banks. We're going to show you the hypocrisy of these things right here. This is Erica Banks. I've never heard of her. She looks like a straggle singer or a rapper. I have no idea what to characterize her as, and I didn't have time to research it. She's allegedly at a high school gym performing at a basketball game. I don't know even how recent this particular photo is or a video, but let's take a look. Now, uh, she appears to walk towards a section of football players in high school. These are high school boys. There looks like there's a coach there and a bunch of young boys there. And what she does is she walks towards their area and she bends herself over, grabbing her boobs and twerking and, and, and pushing her buttock top. This is Glorilla. I don't know. There you go right there. All these boys are underage right here, but I'm I'm sure someone's going to say they've seen worse. So has many 17-year-old young women. Are we saying that they've seen worse too? No, you want to wave the right flag. But when you see this, many women go silent or they play the double standard card. No one was hurt. No one was touched. But you have this situation here, and of course, the young boys aren't complaining at all. And she was about to get viciously piped down. I don't know if you want to do that. I mean, there's worse places you could have done this at, like a prison. This might have been the second worst place, testosterone-laced teenage boys. But of course. You see that? She almost got jumped on. Now, oddly enough, many people were quiet about this, but I will give it, I will say this, many women did come out and say that she was foul for this. And I'm going to just go ahead and um, 
see if we can pull up a couple of comments on this one just to uh, talk about. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second uh, to see if. Wait a minute. Dang. What happened to my. All right. Hold on for a second. Uh, here it is right here. I'm going to show you an example of of this where some people were like, no harm, no foul. See the hypocrisy in all this? See the hypocrisy? Even in the situation. Here's a woman here. They had fun. She got paid. Nobody was touched. Lighten up. Okay. This is what you see right here. There's a young woman right here. She got paid. Nobody got touched. Lighten up. Okay. And then a woman says, but let this have been a grown man twerking on an all-female cheer team. He would have been arrested. Okay. Anyway. Uh, it says right here, she's not as bad as R. Kelly, granted, but what she's doing is still not okay. Uh, African-Americans are doing the most. Uh, look at Always. my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? All right. There you got it right there. And then uh, <laughs> I can't even read all that. Uh, we got some people here. Somebody says, yeah, she banged high schoolers on the side. We don't know about that. And then a couple of black, a couple of women did say that. All right. A crowd of adolescents at that. So you do have this hypocrisy going on here and people calling out on both ends. But I'm glad to see that people are starting to realize that, of course, these people are trying to play the victim or these people have a double standard in it. Now, let's go ahead and play some more creepy videos on this topic, if you will. Uh, this is going to be Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, according to Snoop D-O-double-G, says... She wants to date older men following her split from Pete Davidson. <laughs> wow, what are we doing now? Of course, Kim Kardashian is in her 40s. And of course, she's probably made herself available earlier in her life to older men. Allegedly, Kim Kardashian is open to dating someone older in age than her ex-boyfriend, Pete Davidson, who was 12 years her junior, almost a month after the shocking split. Now we're going back from old to young, back to young and old. How old for a 41-year-old are we talking about? What I also would suggest is that a lot of women do date older men when they're in their 40s. And I've been suggesting that quite a long time. I've been saying older women, like in their 40s, should be dating men in their late 50s. That's actually a good matchup. I think it's a good matchup. But unfortunately, you know, women are not always going to be there. Kim Kardashian says that, and she says right here, she's open to dating someone older than her ex-boyfriend who was 12 years younger. He was just a kid, and he was reaching the back of her esophagus and all of that stuff. She says he, she says he is now looking for someone older to start a relationship with who understands her life. The Kardashian star is asking who should she date next. The source shared, adding that Kim has plenty of options. All right. And all of her friends are constantly trying to set her up. I'm sure she's a good partner here. But uh, Kim Kardashian, I'll give you a tryout. Kim expressed she's ready to date someone older, but it has to be the right person who understands her life. She added, she isn't compromising her freedom right now. I'm with you on that. This would make us good partners, Kim Kardashian. But of course, I will have other partners, young, young ones, too. Um. That's that on that one. Now, we're going to talk about this guy right here. Let me know what you think about this gentleman here. Uh-oh. So we're going back and forth. Older, younger, younger, older. What are we doing here? 
Now, this gentleman appears to be in his mid to late 60s. I'm sorry. Mid, yeah, probably mid 60s to, to approaching 70. I have no idea. And they ask, how did he get on a podcast? Anybody know this dude? <laughs> who, is the, who is this dude? So this is the guys that be on seeking arrangements. This is guy. This is the white Uncle Earl. Let's listen to what he says. What's your oldest partner? Here it goes. I've never had sex with a woman older than 42 in my entire life. Preferably, I like them, you know, I suppose in their 20s, I suppose. All right. So he's like, hey, junior college, don't quit. He was like, I got money. Of course, people are going to be like, well, this dude's a metaphile, right? Or they're going to say he's a creep or something like that. What I want people to understand is if you go to places like Monaco, Monte Carlo, if you go to places like this, there are plenty of men like this with boats. If you go to Miami, if you go to Newport Beach, there are plenty of men like this with women under the age of 30, if not under the age of 32. Right. So he's saying that I've never been with any woman older than 40. What would he say? 41. But he has probably no problem on the sneak getting women, especially Asian women or something like that. in their in their 20s. Not only that, when he takes his ass over to Thailand, same deal. I'll show you a video, as a matter of fact. All right, here we go. Um, but I also quite like late teens, early 20s. All right, so he said late teens. Now, that gives people metaphile vibes. But technically, and this would happen to R. Kelly, late teens would be 18, 19, which in every place in the country, including Europe, almost around the world and been around the world in I.I.I., late teens would be legal. But of course, everybody takes it beyond that. And they say, well, morally, he's bankrupt. Morally, he's corrupt. And people might be asking who's sleeping with them. I'm going to show you a video, all right, of black women, young black women with men just like this guy right here on boats with these men. Let me, I, I'm going to have to look it up. But there are videos of city girls on boats with groups of white men just like this. <laughs> Wait till you see the video. Just wait till you see the video. Um, and people are asking people. See, what our society does is we ignore what happens, right? We ignore it, but they're doing it. We know it's doing it. We know it's happening. But then at the end, we want to clean it up and act like we don't know what's going on. It's crazy. It's crazy. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and uh, play the video of what he's talking about. And we'll look at the reactions of what people had to say here, uh, whether you agree with this or not. Here we go. Because although they're dumb up top often, I'm sorry if this sounds a bit misogynistic, but although they can seem a bit dumb, young, dumb, and full of cum, as the title of one of oh, my movies. So this dude obviously is, he may be married. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, he may be married. He says it's ignored until brothers figure it out, then it's a problem. Yeah, when we see it, we, when you see it, because you can play this video and that people are acting surprised. But when you see the videos of the girls doing it, then you're going to have to uh, reconcile with this because nobody's calling it out. We'll, we'll just wait till you get to the video. I'm hoping I can find it. This goes um, at the same time. Uh, they're usually happy, happy, happy little girls. Now, that's where he messed up. That's where he messed up because he said happy, happy, happy little girls. So obviously now he's opened himself to a metaphile case. And just full of energy. So there you go right there. 
Uh, the Twitter world has reacted to this one, and they've gone nuts. We got seventeen. We got seventy-one point five k likes on this video. All right, so people have liked it, but um, here it is right here. Uh, let's see if we can. Oh, I did I unshare. <laughs> now you're gonna see. But obviously, now you had the Demi Lovato. Now you go back and forth. All right, now you go back to this, and then you got the Kim K asking for older men, and then you also had the other situation that I brought up, which was uh oh. The young woman, uh, the Glorilla girl or whoever Erica Banks was twerking in front of boys. See, can we get one particular uh, opinion on this one? Uh, it says right here, happy little girls. This man is a borderline pedo. But he's not officially one. Uh, I also quite like them in their late teens. The FBI have says have a seat over here. All right. This is gross. Giving predator, giving grooming, giving rapist vibes. If this is true, is 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 Demi Lovato now are we see we're not consistent Demi Lovato it was okay she should have known the other girls oh no they're they're getting they're being groomed this woman says but who's having you know what with him and she puts up a meme and this guy says city girls right city girls are definitely doing it there's a guy says arrest this man immediately and then there's some other comments here which are absolutely entertaining so you do have uh, people who are going back and forth on this one. Let me see if there's anyone that was in the support category. He says, you you lot really don't wait. He says, you lot really? What? Really did think sugar daddies look like Jack? Oh, you didn't really think sugar daddies look like Jack Harlow, didn't you? Uh, interesting enough about this, a lot of times, you know, in my experience dealing with women of age, a lot of them do tell me, a lot of the men that are on the site are older white men, 50, 55, 60, 60 and up. So they do not see men like me on there as much. But a lot of people do assume that they're going to meet sugar daddies that have, um, hold on for a second. I got to pull up this clip. Sugar daddies that are going to be young guys with money. And that's not simply going to happen. Let me see if I can pull this up right here um, and show you a couple of posts related to this about young women professing that they just want a sugar daddy. So this is the society we're in. In one instance, we're calling dudes metaphiles. In the other instance, you do have women going, forget it, I want to just go ahead and cash in and be a sugar baby. Where are we on this? We need consistency. Let me see if I can pull this up. And I'm looking for the boat video with the black women, if you can, the young black women. Uh, let's see here, need a sugar daddy. This is where our culture is kind of going crazy in here. Let's see if we can find it. <laughs> here it is right here. Uh, let's go ahead and pull it up on Twitter. Here's this point, right? Here's a woman right here. At this point, I need a sugar daddy. <laughs> this is a young black woman that looks like or a Latina woman. At this point, I need a sugar daddy. Here's another woman. Where's a sugar daddy, sugar mama, when you need one? <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Somebody says, I never need a sugar daddy. I got too much money. Here's the one here, right here. Here's a woman. It's Dominique. I want, I want a nice dress. I need a sugar daddy now. What is going on? Here's another woman right here. Need a sugar daddy to buy me Harry Styles tickets. Another woman. I need a sugar daddy to finance my the rest of my sleeve and start my leg tattoo asap 
Here's another woman. Need a good sugar daddy again with the heartbroke message. There's another woman. I need a sugar daddy. So here's the crazy thing. Here's another woman. Oh, this looks like a man. We won't talk about that. Here's another woman. This is bad. I need a sugar daddy. All right. Here's another black woman. Man, I need a sugar daddy. Working ain't for me. She said. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Okay. Here's a, this looks like a guy, so we won't comment on them. All right, we won't comment on them. And here's a woman here. I was hacked. Can someone help me with my homework? And I need a sugar daddy. And I also need a sugar mama. Yikes. All right, this is where our world is going to right here. Let's go ahead. So you see what I'm talking about? <laughs> Do you see what I'm talking about here? A lot of people want to play the fence or they want to say this is always going to be out of bound. That guy was out of line. Wilma, arrest. But you do have young women that are participating in this culture. Right. So I thought I definitely this would be good topics. Now, what I want to do, there was a there's a couple of videos going around of some young black girls on a boat. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, let me see here. See if I can find it. And I didn't have it prepared, but I thought about it. I thought about it as I was talking about it so we can show the hypocrisy of going on. Well, I mean, you do, you also have this. You also have this, which we can't escape either. Attention. We are looking for a sugar daddy. If there's any potential candidates, please report to the front of your house. We will be pulling up with our boats. Hello. Any potential sugar daddies? I see you in the pool right there. We will park our boat. Should we park a vote? If you make $1 million or more, please stand up and raise your hand. Now, I don't know if you can see the guys that were in the pool. The guys in the pool look like, look like, and of course people are like, well, the girls are of age, but it doesn't matter. He said nobody under 25 or 30. Okay. And as you can see on this clip, wait, where's the clip? Here's a woman soliciting to these older men. Same thing, but you want to call him a metaphile. You see what I'm talking about? This is the hypocrisy we live in. And of course, we excuse this as jokes, but these young women are joking. They are serious about this and they do this on the sleep. And they rented a boat so they can go up and down Newport Harbor and solicit to these men, right? 610. She giving out the number. Please have the owner of that house call me. If you are a sugar daddy, swim to the boat immediately. Sugar mama. Okay, we have some sugar mama too. <laughs> So there we go right there. I tell you, man, it's it's a weird dynamic that we live in. So a lot of people do want to draw the line at certain things, but the lines are already blurred. We're already in massive amounts of gray areas Um, with this. And let me show you one more. Uh, let me show you a couple more things here. Let me show you. Let me show you a couple more things right here. Uh, I'm trying to prove my case right here. Here's the, right here. Sugar daddy on a yacht with girls. Look at the sugar daddy. Daddy right there. You can have whatever you like. Say that you can have whatever you like. Hey. Look at Sugar Daddy. Sugar Daddy. So again, you know, it's easy to say, well, these girls are being a victim. It's easy for Demi Lovato to be like, hey, he should have known. But guess what? What is what is happening on the downside of this one? What do people turn the blind eyes to? Uh, I'm going to show you one more here. This is going to be fair use. This is going to be fair use. Let's see right here. 
This is a young woman right here, young black woman. Shout out to her and all her weave. It says weekly vlog, D-I-T-L of a sugar daddy. Day in the life of a sugar baby. Yacht party. Dinner dates. Huh? We're going to go ahead and turn that down. And so here it is. This is the video I was talking about. But as you can see, this girl's getting tickets and she's going to front rolls of football. Get Oh, what? Well, how old is she, bro? So we are going to play this game. Oh, late teens is a metaphor. This girl's not older than 22, 24, maybe. All right. And she probably has been about this life for quite a long time. Uh, there she is right there. Oh, she might be. She might be 19. She might be 20. What are we doing? Somebody said rewind. Um, here's a here's a clip that you probably want to look at right here. Uh, who's on the boat? Who's on the boat? Old, older white guys, of course, you got here. Okay. By the way, it actually it actually pays to have a boat if you want to have young girls. Somebody says she was 23. There she is again. Um, you know, she might be, she might be in that range. There's girls on fresh and fit that look like that that are in the range of 2021. 20, um, and here she is right here. She's like, Hey, I'm a, I got my weave together. Fair use, fair use, fair use. I uh, got my weave together. I'm gonna go on the boat. And uh, let's see what happens here. Let's go ahead and see what happens here. There too. There they are. And so these people target. What, what I'm telling you is these people target these guys. Yeah. So what is so. it? Is the man targeting them or are the girls targeting the men? So if a man says, hey, I'm in my 60s, I don't date with women under 30. Is it because he's looking for them? Is he because he's grooming them? Or is it because these women are putting themselves in that place? Or at the boat. This is where your indicator is. So they're saying, look, look, come on, man. I mean, she's got a tattoo. I would say but anywhere between 19 and 24. Are these girls targeting them or are he is he targeting uh, the girls? Hi. <laughs> She's my neighbor. The neighbor on the boat. Who's on the boat? Belly, dad bod. Most of these men have soccer mom wives. Who on the boat? These are the men that you don't see on back of Instagram. All right. When they take a picture on the boat, these are the girls that are uh you don't see these dudes on Instagram. And I'm telling you, man, there's plenty of videos of black women doing this. Uh, because people are like, oh no, and there'll be the first one on Twitter calling people a metaphile, but they've been on the boat. The bigger the boat, the older the man. Yachts, okay. <laughs> Big yachts. And look, so look, so look what we have here. This could be someone's daughter for all we know. What's the age, bro? <laughs> Give me an age. Go ahead and put it in the chat. Yeah, put it in the chat. Because people want to act like, nah, this dude's out of line. What, a what, what age are we dealing with here, bro? Look. These are your future wives. Hold on for a second. Yeah, definitely the redhead, by the way. What are we doing? See, this This is the culture we want to be in. We want to act like this isn't happening, and we want to call these old dudes out of line. But when these old dudes are rich and got a boat, these girls show up. Okay, they're going to show up. So who's grooming who? Who's taking advantage of who? Now, when this woman turns 32, she's going to come back and talk about how all these older guys defiled her. This is what I'm talking about. We need to have some sort of conversation about this. And I'm comfortable enough to call out the BS on both sides. All these men are definitely older than all of these young women.
I don't know if she's illegal. We don't want to. I'm not acknowledge. I'm not suggesting that. But this girl, come on. <laughs> These girls look happy to participate. Do they look like they're not happy to participate? Do they look like they're forced? Ah, they're smiling. They're smiling. Yep. They don't look like they're being held hostage. They don't look like they're being taken advantage of, but you know what's going to happen when this camera turns off. You know what these girl, these guys are going to do. <laughs> these are what the girl, I was so busy. Oh, I went on the boat. I went out to the lake. Y'all jiggling the camera. Uh-oh, I did see some. What the hell? There's another one. There's another one right here. There's another one right here. She doesn't look a day over 30. And look, look at the pop belly on this dude and look at the girl. I'm telling you, a boat will get you this, bro. All these dudes got pop bellies. None of these. Look at this guy. This guy with this girl and she trying to hide now. Come on. Boat, having a boat. That's why women are like, do you have a boat? When I lived in Southern California, having a boat was everything. Huh? Oh, man. And I'm sure this video is not age restricted. Look what happens, bro. Look, him and look at what she's doing. All these girls are in shape. All these girls are in shape. These girls, these guys didn't hit the gym. I got money. Yep. Definitely not a victim, huh? Where are all the victims? He's a benefactor, huh? Look at the white dudes. They like, boy, we got the boat. What the hell? All right, they got some music in the background. They look like they having fun. Oh, their sister. Sister. You and just to be fair, she doesn't look a day over 21. She looks 21, 22-ish. And she could be younger. She could be younger. I don't know how old she is. She could be younger. Um, there it is, a bunch of girls. Hey. And so we need to have this conversation. What's what? What's fair? What's foul? She do got a little stretch marks around her top there, but that's neither here nor there. Let's see if there's a little bit more fun and debauchery. Uh, she seems pretty pleased with herself. Oh, she got the captain hat on, so you know what that means. Somebody says 28. She looks 28. 32? Okay, I'm not sure. She looked young, though. So she looks like she had some fun, and she got paid. I got money. <laughs> Huh? Somebody says she's 28. I wonder how old she is. Let's see if she says. Oh, by the way, let's look at the comment section. Let's look at the comment section. Here it is. You give me so much inspiration to keep going down the path of luxury. None of my friends want to do what you're doing. It can get quite lonely. Blah, blah, blah. Here's another woman. You're, you inspire me so much. Here's another woman. Oh, my God. I love your channel. I'm always, he says, I'm also the always the only dark-skinned black girl at the bougie events. Um, and a lot of women are here. You're seriously such an inspiration. Now, what did she do? <laughs> She's such an inspiration. Where are we drawing the line here? You're an amazing woman. Keep at it. I see so much of myself in you, to be honest. The Bob... The Bob looked so good on you. Okay, I don't know what that. Okay, you seem like such a nice person to be around. Boat party was fire. I guess this woman was there. All right, you see what's going on right here. Yes, Coco, get that bag. Yes, Coco, get that bag. Do you see these things, man? You see the hypocrisy? You see what's going on? And then later on, they could play the victim.
Somebody says, what did she do? She showed up. She showed up and she got that bag. All right. Anyway, let me close these tabs. Interesting conversation. I think the conversation needs to be had. Um, A lot of people do want to act like there's a clear line, a distinction, and they want to call people who do this, that, and that, this, and you don't really. And then when these things go on, uh, people ignore it. Well, no, it ain't happening. And then you pretty much have it out there. People are putting it out there. Okay. Not saying people should be doing something. Oh, hold on for a second. Let me close that up. All right. And then next, we're going to do the eulogy of the single, uh, strong and independent woman. These are your future wives, guys. These are the women that's going to say. And that's you. Woo. So I says, got no words. Who was the best one? I'm going with that redhead, by the way. That's right up my alley. That be there right up my alley. Flat backed and all that. All right. Shout out to me. You know, shout out to me. What's this? Okay. Who is in here? Did I get Mr. Andre? I did get Andre 416. And then we also have, oh, we got a super chat. People were asking how to super chat. Hope it was you, Baller Mike. He says, on live. So I was in a relationship with this girl long distance. She was 20 and I'm 30. I would fly out to see her a couple of times. We were talking for a year and then got into a relationship. It lasted four months. So we broke, uh, she broke up with me twice. First two months in, and got back together four days later. The second time was recently, and I was really sad. He says, shaking in bed, shaking in bed, lost 17 pounds, In even though, even thought about offing myself. Okay, thank you for being here, bro. I'm getting better now, but for some reason, I want to go back still. She's white, and I'm black. All right, so I know what happened there. You got you a flat back redhead. All right. He says, I'm just worried I won't find anything better. Any advice? We are both religious. And I've only had two relationships before her and don't believe in sex before marriage. There is a lot to unpack now that you put that last line in right there. Everybody be careful. The guys, come on, be careful, guys. Don't be easy on the guy. We're here to help. Be easy on the guy. We're here to help. He asked for help. So we're here to help. We're not here to judge. Obviously, we missed a couple of things here. Long-distance relationships are not ideal for men. So if you're a man and you're in this situation, we're going to kind of correct it. We don't advise long-distance relationships because the relationship doesn't benefit you. It benefits her. She can get your masculine attention. She can get your masculine effort. But she also can also play the field when you're not around. She can disappear. And then she can get whatever she needs physically from someone else. And we know that women do that. To act like they don't, you missed the earlier stream. We actually saw and acknowledged women are willing to cheat. And they're actually cheating more than men. So I don't want to hear, no, she could be, no. Especially if she's in her 20s. Especially if she's still partying and going to the clubs, which she should. Well, she's 20, but. So you have the age difference. And then you have the situation where you're flying into her, which is not going to be in a situation where you're masculine. She might still live with her parents, so she might not be able to get away. I get it. There's a lot going on here. But long-distance relationships are ill-advised, okay? It is not going to be a situation where it's going to benefit you because you're going to be so worried about her, especially if she's young and attractive in what she's doing. So don't do it going any further. That's the first thing. The next part of it is, all right, There's going to be more girls that come along. I know when you're 30 and you break up with the girl crushing, you're sitting there, you're clutching your pillow, moonlight is hitting your face. 
you think you're not going to get anyone better. However, as time goes on, you're going to realize that there's going to be a lot much more better for you if you open your mind. Now, a lot of men age when they go into 30. We were just talking about this. They go into their um, 40s, and then they start dating women their age because they don't want to date women that are in their early 20s to mid-20s because people are going to call them metaphiles. Obviously, we saw this. But at the end of the day, as you continue to go on and become a better man, more confident man, you're going to have access to these people going down the line. Now, the problem you're going to have is what you ended up with at the end in which you said you don't believe in sex before marriage, so which is an indicator to me that you weren't having sex with this woman despite being in a long-distance relationship in which you were going to her, which is going to be difficult if she's a preacher's daughter. She might be saying she's not messing around having sex with you and waiting for you, but that might not be true when you're not around. This is what you cannot ensure when you're in a long-distance relationship. You're trying to say she's going to be virtuous when you're far away from her, and you can't ensure that because people do creep. And she might want to have been having sex with you, or she might have been playing the fence, having sex with someone else, and then also keeping you on the hook because you were a good Christian man. It seems like a Christian man. So that's the problem that you had right there. I'm, though, I'm not sure 100%. But if she was ready to get physical and you weren't, that could be a problem for a young woman. Okay, that could be an absolute problem for, for, for a young woman. So what you have right now is a battle of between your morality and your spirituality and the modern woman. And it just didn't seem to work out. And she might have broke up with you. Many times people do break up and they keep space in order to cheat, in order to have another partner and then come running back to you when that partner has either washed away or when that partner as um, when there was nothing there, they got whatever they needed to get out of their system. So it didn't count according to younger women. And they're very savvy this way. So just to be fair with you, since you were having some problems recovering, but you're getting better and you're potentially thinking about, you thought about offing yourself. I would tell you that you probably need to take a break, recover. Certainly you'll find somebody better. There's always better women. There's 7.7 Billion people on the planet. There's 4 billion women around here. There's going to be someone better, number one. Number two, we can't get tied into these emotional relationships when it's long distance. I don't advise men to do it. There's nothing. Guys, it's going to mess you up. You're not going to do. You're not going to do well in these. You're not going to do well in these. Uh, men and young men, if you're watching me, I know some of these young women, right? You're thinking like you're, you're in your 30s. And you think you're going to miss the boat. Speaking of boats, you think you're going to miss the boat. I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to miss the boat with women. You're not. I know, man. I remember I was with you. The young woman left my life. I'm never going to get somebody better than this. You know how many more better experiences and better women I've been exposed to in the last 10 years than the ones that I actually had and was willing to roll the dice on? And let me tell you this, you know how much better duck sick I've been have. I mean, the duck sick I've been receiving in the past 10 years was way better than the sloppy, lazy jobs that I was trying to beg these girls to do. <laughs> these girls be sucking the soul out of you, brothers. I had a girl come over and she was not a good looking woman. And I was like, all right, it's a slow Tuesday. She sucked the soul out of me. I was like, look. 
and she was enjoying it. <laughs> you know what I mean? She was enjoying all of it. She was like, let me continue. 20 minutes later, <laughs> I was drier than a piece of beef jerky. I had to hang myself up. I was like, <laughs> there's people out here like that. And I think back to myself when I was a younger man. She snatched my soul out. But I remember when I was a younger guy in my 20s and going into my 30s, I, I was like, this is it. I'm not going to do better. I'm going to be an old man. And I no, this woman that was doing this, she was 20, 28. She's like 28. I was sitting there. Like, but I've had several experiences like that where people took pride in their job. Now, I know you're saying you're a virgin or you're not waiting. You're waiting till you're married. But the point is this. If I would have been married or stayed married, if I would have thought in my 30s that the only best girls that I would ever meet are going to be the girls that I have at this point in my life, I would have missed out on all the soul sucking and all the soul snatching that I done had as an old free agent over here. <laughs> and I cringe at myself to think, I cringe at myself to think that I wouldn't have had these experiences in my life. I would have had to stay with some old lazy marital, uh, lazy sloppy toppy. I would have had to miss the whole digital sexual revolution. I would have missed the entire thought culture. I would have missed seeking arrangements. I would have missed all of that. And now I'm proud of myself that I ditched that mindset and I knew that there was something better. <laughs> so anyway, man, dude, there's no, dude, these, what you do? You're going to be fine. I know I was like, cause I'm not even big on it, but I was like, she seems to be proud of her work. We'll go ahead and let it go. She seemed to be pretty excited about it. It's not, I ain't really a thing to me, but I was like, <laughs> Hey, I'm in these streets for life. Ladies in these streets, I'm in these streets for life. Coach is not coming back. I am in these streets and I've been in these streets. You know, people thought I was all not in these streets and I, he's a virgin incel just because I was saying no relationship, no cohabitation, no marriage and no uh, long-term relationships. You were wrong, but I did go monk mode in order to correct my life. But my life is on the corrected path at this particular point. Many of your lives aren't corrected yet. And so you're trying to, you're doing this on the broken. All right, so I appreciate that. Uh, where was that at? Was that on PayPal? Shout out to Simon Small on the cash app, app, app. Appreciate that. He says donating to him, ling, ling, fun, him, ling, ling. By the way, I was watching a video of somebody in Thailand getting a, he walked in. I'd be watching some funny videos. He walked in. He was like, my Thailand girlfriend. I was like, Lord. Cheap drum hacks. After a year, I got a second video. Can I get a sub? All right. I got to find your channel, though. Do you have some? Wait, you put your, do you got drum videos on there? You got drum videos? Cheap drum hacks. Better have some damn drum videos up in that mother right here. Uh, can't find it. Cheap. What is it? Can't find it, brother. What is your video? What's your channel name? All right, what is this here? We got the Venmo, and then we got a couple more PayPal's. Pay, uh, be patient with me. We're going to get to the funeral. We're going to have the eulogy. Shout out to D. Will. 
Derek Will. He says, my 26-year-old girlfriend was about, uh, was open. Oh, wait, here, here we go. My 26-year-old girlfriend was open about her sugar baby past from the age 19 to 23. Can we get a can we get an L for all the people that keep saying, oh, late teens? Guys, trust me, I've I've seen this. Late teens is they be doing out here. They're in these streets. And not only that, they're in nightclubs. Can we be fairly honest about this? I'm going to get back to this. Can we be honest about this? Who's more apt to go to nightclubs? A 30-year-old or a 19 or 20-year-old? Let's just be honest because y'all be wanting to play dumb out here. (laughs) Who's more likely to go to a nightclub? A 19-year-old, especially a girl, or a 30-year-old woman? They be full of 19 and 20-year-old women. Fake IDs and everything. Everybody at them clubs and bars be having fake IDs. I, I I actually cringe at people that be like, no, these people don't know. They be out there. Trust me. I've worked on college campuses. They all have fake IDs. They all had was going to. Somebody said both. You can see it. You can see it a mile away. You can see it a mile away. Anyway, day parties. Okay, day parties, even day parties. Who's more likely? I'm giving y'all too too much information. But bars, nightclubs, day parties, they be drinking. It's always going to be that line. But then people want to get stupid. Oh, what? Late teen? He's despicable. But I'm not encouraging anything. But I'm just letting you guys know, if you think about it, You'll you'll have to admit what's going on here. So anyway, this guy is telling us he has a 26-year-old girlfriend. And that's you. His girlfriend opened up about her being a sugar baby, 19 to 23. (laughs) Come on. He also says she opened up about her sugar baby past from the age of 19 to 23 after her mom put her out. And she was homeless. What do you think about dating women who are open about their 304-ish whorish past, coach? Well, you have to give them a, you know, you have to put a feather in their cap for being open. But a lot of times she expressed it because she's desperate. She's desperate and she's homeless and she's looking for a. And that's you. And so eventually it seemed like you might have asked or put her in a situation where um, she had to admit this. Did she just open up about it or did you ask her about it? But these are going to be common things. Remember what I told you. These are going to be common things for people going into the next 10 years over dating and relationships and marriages. Many of these women will have this past. Even if it's an OnlyFans, it might not be a sugar, but it might be she experimented with OnlyFans. OnlyFans has millions of accounts. Some of these women might have experimented with it. I've seen and talked to a lot of young women that have had uh, under the age of 28 that was like, yeah, I got one, but I don't really do this. Or some women that say, I want to open one. Now, you're going to meet these future wives, and they'll have this past. Same thing with sugar babies. Same thing with strippers. They had to pay their way through college. I had a girl, the girl who sent me to the red pill, that she didn't say she was a sugar baby, but now that now knowing what I know, she was a sugar baby. <laughs> and it was mind-blowing knowing what I know now. I just didn't put two and two together. I just thought she met this rich guy. 
and uh, he would fly her all over the country. Like, it never dawned on me that she was a sugar baby. But I met the woman when she was 27. I met her when she was 27. I was in my mid-30s. I was sprung on her. She dated this guy. And she said, oh, I've been dating him and while I was in college. I think she was either, this woman was smart. So she went to regular school. She got an MBA and then she got a, a JD. She became a lawyer. So she was smart. So she was like, while I was getting my MBA on the East Coast, she started dating this guy on the West Coast. Now, this guy, by the time I met him, I met him in person, he was 55. Remember, my girlfriend's 27. She introduced me to him. I saw his house. We were at a yacht party. Put it all together. They dated for like off and on for five years. So let's do the math. She was 22. He was 50. <laughs> do the math. Knowing what I know now, I'm like, oh. Well, she was a sugar baby. He took her to Disneyland and he took her, he paid he probably paid a portion of her NBA. I have no idea. I don't, I didn't get into it because it's been so long. And she used to tell me, yeah, we dated and we would go to restaurants and we would go on trips. And I thought maybe he was just dating her. Now I know she was a freaking sugar baby. All right. So what we're doing is again. He's asking, what do I do with this woman? Well, she's a 304, and we do and treat them properly. You can't turn a 304 into a housewife. You can't turn a 304 into a housewife. So I would not relationship seriously with this person. A lot of guys will not draw that line depending on your age. I can't relationship, per, I can't relationship with people who are 304s. I can't. Like, I can't take you seriously down the line. But some men are willing to overlook that. But, you know, 304 nature is 304 nature. Can't turn them into housewives. That's what we've been always saying from the beginning. A lot of people are trying to look past it. Well, should I look past it? Is this a red flag? It's a red flag. I don't fault her for it. Like I said, I probably would have been with her when she was between the ages of 19 and 23 in that type of relationship. I would have had a sugar baby dynamic with her. No problem. Would I turn her into a relationship? No. Nope. But I don't know what your age is. You say she's 26 now. Oh, one more thing. This is an important point. Everybody listen up. I want you to remember this. I want you to remember this. People who have done this life will always return. People who have done this life will always find a way to return. Meaning when the chips are down in a desperate situation, it's easy for them to jump back on the stripper pole. It's easy for them to go, okay, I have a job, but it's tight. I'll do a little bit on the side, maybe a couple days a week, maybe one or two sugar daddies. They always go back. Have you ever seen the washed up old stripper? Have you ever seen the 40 year old sugar baby who you just looking and you're going shit like, what are you doing? The woman that stripped in high school. It's easy for them. I'm sorry, high school. <laughs> Some of them stripped in high school. If you look up um, what that girl's name was with Donald Trump, she stripped in high school. But um, if they stripped in college, they will always be like, okay, all they, they know how to walk in the club and talk to the owner. They're 33. They're down on their luck. They had a baby. They're a single mama. And then they go, hey, you know what? 
I'll jump right on the pole. They know how the system works. They be like, all right, I know how to dance. I know how to charge. They'll go back. Mm. I'm letting you guys know this. They're going to go back to it. They're never going to just say that was a past part of my life. Even if she got divorced, they'll go back on the stroll. <laughs> okay, that's what we have to understand. So you got her now. She's 26. She's like, that was in my past. No, it's not. They're going to go back to it at some point, if not part-time, if not full-time, because they already opened up that wound. They've already opened it up, and they'll just be like, ah, I'll just go back, right? In these streets. That's what you got to understand about the situation, okay? All right. Thank you for these questions. We got a lot of great questions here. I do have a coaching call in an hour. It might be delayed, so if you're watching the show, it might be on delay because I started late. All right, we got a couple of PayPal's, and then we're going to have our eulogy. Oh, man. Okay, let's do three of these, and then we'll go on. Ricky V, these fake victims follow the same routine. They laugh now and cry later after the face plant, after they face plant the wall. Yep. It's always the same. When not at 32, or what I say what happens is they don't realize, you know, young people think they're older, men or women. When you're 16, you think you know it all. When you're 18, you think you know it all. When you're 21, you're like, I got it. But what will happen is you don't realize how immature you are until you turn 41 and you might have a kid. You might have a son or a daughter. And these women eventually turn 40, 44, and then they have a daughter that comes up. And that daughter's now 16, 17. And then they start thinking. They go, I was 16, I was sucking the soul off of the high school quarterback and I was getting trained ran on me at the high school. And then when I was 18, I was dating old men. And you're looking at your 16, 18, 20-year-old, what we call a child, but they're an adult. You're looking at them going, they ain't ready. And these men that are taking advantage of them or so forth and so on, they're despicable. So when you see your daughter creep out and she might be stripping on the side or maybe have a sugar daddy or dating a slightly older guy, he might be 28 and she's 18 or 19. You're like, hey, wait a minute. But you forget when you were that age, you were in these streets. But you're looking at your kid, your child. We're not calling her a kid. You're looking at your child and you're despicable. You're like, this is terrible. But you did the exact same thing. You dated this pookie and the dude that had to escalate spree, spree wheel uh, spinner rims. When you were a freshman in college and you snuck out of the house, how many girls sneak out of the house? How many dudes sneak dudes in when the parents go to sleep? Boy, I had a, this girl named Sarah used to sneak us in, bro, in high school. She used to sneak the bras in. She was like, oh, my mom's upstairs and we be on the couch. <laughs> and she, Sarah used to be like, I'll take all of y'all. We was over there all one day. She was like, I'll take all of y'all. This girl was, we was in high school. We was all in high school with her. So they forget you was doing that. You was thought you was mature to handle it. But now as you aged out and you might not have won in life, you've been through several of these relationships and divorce and kick to the curb, feeding your dog. And now you're looking at your kid living the same life. And you're saying, man, these guys that did that when I was that age should be arrested. Then you start going back, playing the victim, right? Mm. 
So this is what I, this is what happens with women. They get older and they realize they were young and dumb, but it's too late. The damage is done. When you were doing this, oh, I'm 19, I'm 18, I, I'm 21. I know what I'm doing. Many times you don't, but of course the law don't care. And then they want to penalize you. You want to penalize everybody for taking advantage of you because now you can see yourself and your child. Nah, it's too late. Yeah, you took all the trips, you drank all the drink, you ate all the food, you island hopped. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all What's in the past is the past. Sorry. Nope. You can't change it. Now, now the guy that was you were doing it with when you were 21 or 20, that guy was 45, but now he's 65 in your 40. And you looking at him, and the dude, the dude looked like that old man who was like bragging about it and you're disgusted with yourself you're like ah i can't believe i had that old man doing that to me but now you want to drag his ass to court <laughs> now you want to drag him to court when you were fully look at what's going on with george foreman them girl listen then they like he groomed me he took advantage of me he hired me to be a babysitter and then he was teaching me how to drive and he bought me a car and blah 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 and now you're the victim what what is it what what it is all Jermaine it's always Jermaine yep they ate at the restaurants they got and they still talk about that have you been here have you been to this restaurant I've been to this restaurant I've been here and there so you got the experience you got the cash you got the drink you got the food. You got to go out on the boat. You got to go to Dubai. You got to get flown in. You got your college paid for. And now, later on. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. We got to have honest conversations about this. But, of course, people want to just go ahead and roast me. But I'm telling you what's happening. <laughs> anyway. Where are we at here? Somebody says, but you ain't got the accountability. And, and what it ends up happening is they've been used, right? So they saw that guy. He's now 60, and he's gone about his life, and now you're 40 and broke. And you're 40 and divorced, and you're 40 and can't pair bond, and you're 40 and you can't find a man, and you're 40 you got to go find another sugar dad, and you're 40 and your, your daughters are out here in the street already. Now you're trying to figure out life, and the only thing you could do is go back to peace, leave, pass, and then jot down all the men that you've been with and who – who took advantage and who got it? Man, it's actually crazy. All right, so let's go to uh, our eulogy today. Okay, we'll get back to the rest of the Super Chats. Okay, we're going to have a eulogy of the strong and independent woman. Guys, it is official. It is official. Let's go ahead and put the song on. It is official. Ladies and gentlemen, the strong and independent woman has died. I didn't think it would happen on my watch, in my time, in my prime time. But I knew it would be coming down the pike. So we gather here this day to go ahead and bury, officially bury, as of yesterday. And we'll thank Joe Biden for this one. Joe Biden has buried the strong and independent woman, and I'm going to tell you how. But let's go down through a deep dive in history. The Strong and Independent was created out of the Civil Rights Acts, the feminist, earliest feminist movement. It told these women that they could be strong and on their own. They didn't need no man. 
They didn't need no support. They can have it all. They can bring home the bacon and fry it up in the pan. Told them these boots were made for walking and they'll walk all over you. They said, do not objectify me. Hold on. I got to turn the music down. Hey, organ player, turn the music down just a little bit. I'm cooking. Turn it down just a little bit. Turn it down. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much. You were playing a little loud. Thank you very much. And so you told everybody not to objectify yourself that we're more than a woman that she had degrees. More degrees than a thermometer. You said, stop looking at me and leering at me. Only to find out that now they selling peace leave like crazy. They out on Instagram shaking the booty. Shaking what they mama gave them. They're objectifying themselves. Women are touching and kissing all over each other. Women are showing their buttocks and filming their other female friends' buttocks. And now they're professional objectifiers of themselves. Indeed. But, but we've heard all of the victimhood. We had a, the, a, the Anita Hill trial. The Chrissy Blasey Ford trial in which they drag men for taking advantage of their better years only to play the victim later on and not have a full memory of what exactly happened. No dates, no times, messed up dates and charts. We've had affirmative action. We've had double quotas in which black women have been able to rise to middle management and leave the black man behind doing his blue collar work if he ain't in, in jail or dead or Hooked on child support. These women had a fantastic 60 to 70 years of claiming independence. 60, 70 years of life. Not too bad. But she's gone too soon. She done left us. When Joe Biden himself, shout out to Joe Biden, decided to eradicate $10,000 and potentially $20,000 in student loan debt, Telling us essentially that they're going to pay for the past mistakes of the ignorant individuals who took out loans at the age of 18, piled it on with degrees, PhDs, MBAs, BAs, uh, nurse degrees and all kind of stuff. IT degrees, massage therapy degrees, and if all of that stuff, Joe Biden, with the stroke of his pen, deleted forever. The strong and independent woman. See, at this particular point, the strong and independent woman can no longer lay claim to that title. You are indeed in the, you are indeed dependent. You're dependent on big daddy government. Some of these women were celebrating in the streets. Hundred thousands of dollars of debt, but they got ten thousand dollars off and they're celebrating. They're crying. Thank you, George. Thank you, Daddy George. For showing that I'm not independent no more. That I made dumb ass mistakes of signing up for these student ass loans. That I got no benefit from these student ass loans. And these multiple degrees. And I bragged on these guys that didn't have degrees. And I said you must have a degree because I'm the most educated. Now it shows that that most educated means absolutely nothing. And it gave you no independence. See, no longer can you hang that hat 
that you strong and independent because the government has come to save that ass. The government has come to show you who is your daddy. The government has told you that you are now dependent on us, you succubus. You are now under the thumb officially of the government. And your daddy saved your life and also and actually caused your death. So I hereby acknowledge that this day on August 25th, 2022, that any woman that shall lie and say she is strong and independent, but is yes, have been on the recipient side of the student loan debt payout handout. They should themselves consider themselves to be the ghost of the strong and independent woman, the absolute ghost. She don't exist. She never really existed, but officially she is dead. Yes, let's go ahead and sound the bell. Thank you very much. Hey, um, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and send them down. The undertaker is going to go ahead and prepare your last day here on this earth. Your spirit, your spirit has risen to the heavens. Let all of us say amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Bless the strong and independent woman. She gave it a good shot. She gave it a good shot. She used daycare, welfare, student loans, Pell Grants, all thumping her chest, degrees, jobs, careers. Many of them escaped this and managed to find men to marry and eradicate that debt. Many of them never paid any of those monies back. Many of them used divorce. Child support, alimony, to try to be fronting and perpetrating the fraud against the system itself, which is the relationship system, and further created a catastrophe. And not only that, they are created more taxpayers paying off their debt, despite the fact that many of these taxpayers themselves never went to college. And now they got to pay for the strong and independent woman. So here we lay to rest, ashes to ashes, dust to dust forever. The strong and independent woman. Yes, indeed. Appreciate that. Thank you, Uncle Joe. We've been wanting to put this woman out the pasture. Unfortunately, we bustled in socialism. Anyway, man, uh, in my book, we're going to read this really quick. This is my book, The Evolution. I wrote this in 2019. 2019. Published January 2020. If I'm not mistaken, it might have been a year earlier. I'm not sure. (laughs) I get my time. You know, it's been crazy right here. Chapter 12. Take a look at what that says. The debt demons. I already said that these people are going to be a problem on the system of they're going to expose the loopholes of feminism. They are also going to, in essence, cause a catastrophe in the economy. They're going to increase inflation and so forth and so on. Let me read from my book. And I apologize if my reading is fundamental. Student loan debt broke right there. It says it right there. You see that? You see that? The debt demons. Most single women are flat broke. I'll read this part of the book here. You guys can get the rest there. Many women have been given the idea that they are free when far too many of them are in over their heads in student loan debt and consumer debt and are not able to afford to live alone. I'm not talking about 20-year-old women. I'm talking about women in their mid-30s and older. 
Many of them are still living at home with their parents and oddly judging the lack of economically attractive men on the marketplace. For feminism, attending college was a feather in their cap. They perceived a college degree as a way for women to achieve equality in the workplace. That's dead. Wait, that's dead now. Continuing on, even when a feminist newspaper article celebrated the fact that the majority of college students are women, you have to scratch your head and wonder if they are ignorant to the fact that 67% of the student loan debt belongs to women. Give me my flowers. Yes, thank you very much. I appreciate y'all. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm on it. It says right here, this has been a major loss in the column of feminism. They were successful in producing the most debt slaves in a 50-year period. Now, why is this important for men to accept and understand? The answer is simple. Young men are the targets for women to dump their debt into the laps via marriage. I've been emphasizing that young men who are often blindsided by the realities of debt once they establish long-term relationships in marriage. The reality is that the majority of women in the marketplace are flat broke. And they are pretty much the predator when they are on the marketplace. They are looking for individuals to rescue them. This is before I even talked about sugar daddies. Yo, it says right here, they are not looking for love. They are looking for lovers. Wait, they are not looking for love. They are not looking for lovers or sexual partners. What they often ultimately want is an individual that can marry. They can marry in order to get them out of debt and the situations that feminism has created for them. When women say that they are looking for economically attractive men and are not finding them, their game was exposed. A lot of these women originally believed that at the time when they were signing off on these student loan debts, they were going to find a simp to marry and have that simp pay off the debt. This was their original plan that was laid out and many of these individuals who have laid this plan out 15 years ago are uh, had a large marketplace of available simps that were ignorant of the gender studies professor in a debate. Or they were ignorant as a gender studies professor in a debate. There were plenty of men who were flying blind and there were very little red pill knowledge. But that has changed over the years. Once men are in, their are in these marriages, they tended to commit to pay off these debts under, under the traditional beta male provider model. After the debt is paid, many times this can be the death sentence for the marriage. Many women have chosen or chosen to leave their marriage around the time their home or the student loan debt gets paid off or when the breast implants are paid for or when the consumer or student loan debt is zeroed out. This is when problems enter the relationship and the exit strategy is ignited. If these debts aren't paid off, this is when she fights her ex-husband tooth and nail in the family court to try to find a way to get these debts passed on to them. Unfortunately for them and the American taxpayers, the current relationship and marital market isn't the same as it was 15 years ago when these women secured the debt. Men aren't getting married at the same rate, and this leaves a lot of women with debt hanging over their heads that they didn't intend to pay. Instead of bucking up and tightening their belt to help pay this debt down, they are looking to elect the presidential candidate 
that promises women that they will write off their student loan debt. I wrote this in 2019. 2019. This is a very dangerous choice to make in feminism or feminists are now putting everyone's safety at risk once again for their selfish gain. This wasn't, or sorry, this would be similar to a college football quarterback who owed his campus bookie millions of dollars. He is compromising the school, the team, the coach, and the alumni's authority and could be willingly able to throw games in order to settle his debt. These desperate debt slaves are willing to vote in people to major government seats that preach high levels of socialist ideologies. This is very dangerous to our freedoms, but the feminist never cares about everyone else, just about themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Stradamus in the building. So people often ask me about my political ideology, and a lot of people who don't agree with me politically, they say I'm good about female nature, but not about politics. And I tell you, this is a political book. This book is more about politics and what we're going to be headed to than anything. And I don't care if you agree with me politically, but Coach Adamas ain't been right yet. Coach Adamas don't miss, and I hate to brag on myself, but this is what I wrote in 2019 well before, and I've been thinking about this well before. I actually probably spoke on this in 2018 and 2017. This book predates the catastrophe that we are in now. And I said it was going to happen. I didn't realize it would be in the next three years. I didn't realize that my vision would come to fruition. I didn't realize we would destroy ourselves and we'd be the snake eating our tail. I didn't realize it. I didn't know it would be in three years. I said maybe in 25 to 50 years. But here we are. Here we are. With one election, with one signing, with one election, we saw them. They ran to the poll. Let me go ahead and play this commercial. They ran to the poll. They, oh, I said it. They're going to elect a, a presidential candidate that would eradicate the debt. And he eradicated a portion of the debt. And I tell you, if we would have had Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren in, we probably would have had way more. Let's go ahead and watch this video of me predicting this. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right. So appreciate y'all for listening to that. Um, this is what I wrote. This is this is on my record forever right here. Uh, people will disagree with it. They'll go in and say he don't have no proof. But uh, if you haven't checked this book out, I'll, I'll let you know right here. Um, I'll give you the chapters names. I'll give you the names of the chapters and you can go back and look and look back. It's 22. We're going into 2023. I wrote this 2019. Go back and look. 
did these things come true? 11 predictable rebuttals, the scoreboard of feminism, the marriage will is in this book, divorce culture, divorce culture. Uh, definitely did accelerate the media propaganda machine, blind leading the blind. We talk about that sexual marketplace value. We talk about that in two chapters, the dating minefield. I talk about the dating minefield right here. Thought Haven, thought heaven, all right, thought culture. I actually talk about thought culture in chapter 11. And this was before OnlyFans. This is before seeking was big and mainstream right here. And I talk about plausible deniability. It's right here in this book. Debt demons, the return of masculinity, right here. And there's the apple right there. I said, in our culture, we've consumed. They they bit the apple. They bit from the fruit. And now we're going to bear witness to what happens at the, the end. We're going to all pay. We're going to all pay for this. And it's going to be blood on everyone's hands. I mean, it's just a sad situation. But they're never going to admit it's going to be some. It's going to be. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Let me add this right here. As you can see, my book was used by the great Elliot Hulse at the 21 convention. He used my book. And he actually is right here. Strong and independent woman, question mark. And he used my book and my data in chapter three and all of my research here. And uh, Elliot Hulse is talking about it right here. I'll play it fair use to the 21 convention and Elliot Hulse. Yesterday when I was talking about ideological subversion in terms of how we've grown so degenerate in our culture. And uh, I, wanted, I, I had to point out that feminism has a big part to do with it. And so in terms of, you know, the conversation that we're having right now about traditional gender roles and this whole swap, because we really live in diabolical, disoriented times where things absolutely you know, right is wrong, wrong is right. Absolutely. Uh, men are women, women are men. Uh, everything is completely backwards. It seems as if it may be some sort of progress, right? Like women are progressing because of feminism. Well, if you really look at the numbers, and you saw the one that I showed you before, all that sex is not helping women. Um, if you really look at the numbers of what was quote unquote achieved by feminism, it's not a win for anyone. Of course, it's not a win for men, but since progress has come to this point, over 60 million abortions since 1973, make of it what you will. It's baby killing. All right. So, uh, you can go check his speech out on this one. He used my book as a reference right there, the evolution. And, uh, this is, look, I put my, I put my foot in this book. And uh, as I was writing it, I had to check myself. And when I released the book, I had a female friend. Oh, you're angry. And I said, no, the spirit of Elijah is upon me and I must get this word out. And now look, look at me now. <laughs> look at me now. I'm looking like a genius around here. This book will forever live. Okay, you can't take away people who write. You can ban the book, but I have copies of the book. I have copies of what my work is. Uh, uh, and uh, one more thing here before we get going here. Look at the pride. Uh, we often talk about even, even uh, as things are declining and decaying around. The spirit of the Jezebel says that she will be in denial and be willing to blame. And she will be like, hey. It's around me, and you're supposed to do your due diligence, despite the fact they've been telling us, hey, no, nah, you're supposed to take care of us. But at the same time, we're equal. But they're, they're still going to ride it down. All right, the spirit of defiance is real. The spirit of defiance. All right, uh, as you can see here, this is the death. No longer can you hear somebody say, I went to college, and uh, I'm a strong and independent woman. No. I mean, 
they they wanted they got 10k they wanted 50k erased and and taxpayers are going to pay here it is right here uh oh i'm frozen um the average student loan debt among women by race and of course unfortunately the black woman says she's the most educated but she also has the most student loan debt so we've seen the death of the strong and independent woman and it's been good all right i said it i called it i predicted I predicted it, and we're here. So let me get the rest of the Super Chats. Appreciate y'all. Somebody said, this is not free money. Yeah, man. This ain't free money. We're going to pay for, you know what? We sold out two generations of people, of Americans, to pay off this student loan debt, and it's only 10000 The future of Americans, because we're talking about $300 billion, it's far more than we've given to Ukraine. It's far more than the defense budget of the United States. I think it's half or or double. I can't remember if it's half or double the defense budget for a year in the United States Army, military. The military defense budget. I think it's either half or double. I can't remember which one. Either way, that's not a good number. We just sold the souls of our future children playing this game. Playing this game. It's a game. And they played it against you and you're going to pay. Where's my people say, stop bringing political. <laughs> this is a political thing. I mean, it's hard to keep politics out of these conversations, but, you know, it is what it is. And if you're a Joe Biden fan, yes, this lied in the lap of Joe Biden. And he sold his soul because he was a moderate Democrat. But he had to do the bidding of the people who he beat and put in positions. He he beat out Bernie and Elizabeth Warren and AOC. These people wanted him to do forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000. Just imagine. Oh, man. Michael K says, I forget. I forget to add I'm in the military, too. So this is the guy that had the girlfriend. He's in the military. She lives with her family. This is what I assumed. I also took her on many dates and everything, and she still gave me the pink slip. So, yeah, this is what sounds like um, you get you've exposed the life to her. You've given her a life. Um, and guys, women in their 20s aren't settling down anytime soon. So if you do have a relationship with a woman in her 20s, just know this and know this good. And my mouse battery is running out. So, wow. All right. So I'm probably going to have to take a break here and get my mouse. Uh, let me see something. I think my son moved my mouse batteries downstairs. But I'm going to have to correct this because otherwise the show going to be dead. All right. So let me run a commercial real quick and get the mouse batteries and finish up with the Super Chats and whatnot. But, or else I'm done. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? I'm a professional here. <laughs> I'm a professional. 
So I got it taken care of. I'm sorry. Bear with me. All right, here we go. I didn't predict my mouse battery is going to die. But uh, let's continue with the Super Chat. Oh, man, that was weird. I couldn't move my mouse. I was like, uh-oh. I started shuffling for real. Where are we at here? Started shuffling for real. All right, did I say Ricky V? These fake victims follow the same routine. They laugh now and cry later after they face plant the wall. And the wall's not a, a physical wall. The wall's always biological. It's a mental wall, so forth and so on. I had to run up and down the stairs. Dejan says, found out my wife was getting stuffed like an Oreo cookie. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, man, how old are you? He said, damn, these 304s. Okay. Let's see here. I'm trying to think. I want to say this in a positive light. The, what I'm telling you is the, the women repackage themselves. I mean, the that's you woman says it, right? And that's I'm going to repackage myself. Uh, if you meet a woman after 28, just just know she's been getting stuffed in her past. If it bothers you, do not marry her. But sometimes they'll hide it. But what I will tell you is if she's over the age of 28, highly likely she's been stuffed plenty. Plenty. And now you got to bear the brunt of the pain, right? Shout out to Vic Victor. Victor Jimenez, as a 25-year-old, thank you for reminding me to have some delayed gratification and avoid broke dating. I got time on my side. The peace leave isn't going anywhere, no matter how old I get. So you saw that, man. No matter how old you get. Now, there's people going to tell you, no, it's over for you as a man. And it simply is not in most cases. And they're going to tell you about sexual dysfunction and you can't get or, you know, you're going to not going to be able to get it up. That's all right. You got tongue and and fingers and <laughs> all right that's crazy man uh but uh anyway sau says uh you know what doesn't help coach society it's easy being tough and rp'd on the internet but when you have men and women shaming you for being single and for getting dumped etc it takes a toll on you uh if you don't have mental strength yes you do have to have mental strength and i will tell you use a way to like like Black Ram 313 says this is therapeutic. Being able to get this information out, using it or writing it down. See, when I wrote my book, I was like, I got to get all this information out. And I was like, this is going to go against society. This book went against society, but it's mostly true. It's almost undeniable. At this point, when it came out, it was deniable. Like when it came out, people were like, this is ridiculous. But when you read it now, there's no way because it's like, God damn, he called it. So you have to find that uh, lane there. And there's also ways to help it out, right? So at some point, you'll be like, okay, maybe I should be monogamous. Maybe I should have one woman. Uh, you'll get curious, and you're like, maybe I should settle down. And eventually you realize, damn, I was on the right path. I was on the right path. I shouldn't have done it. I actually did it when I was, you know, when I had the young attorney go through some things. I was like, forget it. I'm not going back to relationships. And then I got back into another one, maybe a year or so later. And then I dated the girl from um, Lithuania. And so people are like, no, you picked the wrong women. No, no, no. I dated the girl from Lithuania. And at that point, I tried to be good. And the sex was fantastic. But the stuff that bothered me, I wasn't going to be relationship material anymore. I was like, this isn't going to work. 
she was pretty good. She had some red flags that I eventually uncovered that made it easier for me to disconnect. She said she was married before. She ended up being married three times, and she was 32 years old. Mm. <laughs> All right, and I looked. I was like, oh, hell. But she had the best blue eyes I've ever seen in my life. However, however, it's a situation where I said, you know what? This monogamy thing is just not going to work. It's not going to work. I I tried it. I tried the relationship thing. I tried the marriage thing. And it's just not it. It's just not it. And I'm like, there's nothing I can do about it. I can't continue to fight this fight. Now, other people might think you're weird <laughs> and you're strange, but it is what it is. I can't, I can't, like, it, like if you pair that up, you met a woman, she's 32, she's trying to probably get her visa by linking up with me. She said I, she was trying to push marriage on me, and I was like, no. And then something came up, and I was like, something's not right about your story. Then it was, it was like, okay, I did, was married when I was 17. She was married when she was a teenager, when she was in Lithuania. Then she moved here. She left that guy there married someone else it lasted for a good seven eight years she divorced the guy here and then quickly married another guy and that marriage was done in less than a year so that was three now what society will tell you what's and she was suing that guy under the under the the um under the law acts to get the, uh domestic violence so she can get her green card i found that out but she that marriage lasted a month. The, the what was the what is it called? Where um somebody that's a uh, that's on a visa that gets married and they can claim domestic violence and get an automatic green card. She was I found out asking questions that she was suing him under that. I think it's the um uh, what is it called? I'll tell you what it is. But she was good at sex. She was good at sex. She was fantastic. Oh, yeah. The Violence Against Women Act. So these are this is why I educate you because I have been through situations like, wow. So she was suing him under the Violence of uh, Against Women's Act. And I'm going to show you real quick how this works. And then she was, because she was like, I got to go to court. I was like, what you got to go to court for? Oh, my ex-husband and this and that. Oh, he was... So uh, here it is right here. And so this tells you how steep the planning is. And she started pushing marriage. I was like, I ain't getting married no time soon. Oh, I'll wait. She was like, I'll wait. But every now and then, you know, I drove by the store. They had a wonderful wedding dress. It was like. And so a woman like this, you know what society will do? They will say, well, she's still a good woman. <laughs> Instead of them saying, yeah, you should have walked away from that. And they'll make you. They'll make, and she was a good woman. She was good. She could cook her ass off. The sex was great, but she had this red flag. And I was like, I got, I can't do it. And they'll make you out to be the villain as opposed to going, shit, she got a horrible history. Here we go. It says right here. Um, let me see if I can show you under this here. Let's see here. Does this show? This doesn't show the international version. There's an international rule that says, let me see something. Let me, let me show you this because we're here to educate. We've got 20 minutes. Let's see here. It's going to go green card or visa. 
visa requirements. Okay, here we go. I found it. So this is education for you guys that passport guys, all of you guys. You're going to be need to know this information. It says green card for violence against women's self-petitioners. Under the federal VAWA, you may be eligible to become a lawful permanent resident. Get a green card if you are the victim of battery or extreme cruelty committed by a U.S. citizen spouse or former spouse, a U.S. citizen parent, a U.S. citizen son or daughter, or a lawful permanent resident LPR spouse or former spouse, or a lawful permanent resident parent. Now, for you international passport guys and all of these guys and you finding your perfect wife, this is why they say do not bring her here. Because a lot of these international women know that they know this act. Or if they don't know it, some of the people that they're going to be hanging out with are going to tell them about it. It works for men too. Yes, it works for men too. So the Ukrainian women running their ass over here, those Filipino women, those Thailand women, those Colombian women, those women that you're going to marry up and you're going to bring her back here. This is why they say do not bring her back. That if this happens, they get an automatic green card just filing the case. They don't have to even prove it. Says right here. They don't have to prove it. Now they have to go to the court. Under the Federal Violence Against Women's Act, you may be eligible to become a lawful permanent resident, permanent, a.k.a. get a green card, if you are the victim of battery or extreme cruelty by a U.S. citizen spouse or former spouse, a U.S. citizen parent, a U.S. citizen son or daughter, a lawful permanent resident spouse or former parent, or a lawful uh, resident, whatever, you know. You may self-petition under the VAWA by filing a petition for a Asian widower or special immigrant without your abusive family member's knowledge or consent. Without your abusive family member's knowledge or consent. A person who files a VAWA self-petition is generally known as a VAWA self-petitioner. If your self-petition is approved, and you meet other eligibility requirements, you be, may be eligible to, eligible to apply to become a lawful permanent resident. <laughs> See, this game is legal. When you talk about marriage and whatnot, it's 100% legal. Let's say you just happen to fall for this and you marry and she pulls this on you. What? Hmm. Where are you at? Where y'all at, people? So never feel guilty about going, you know what? I'll be non-monogamous. I'll relive the free agent lifestyle because the game is when you don't have the knowledge, the game is rigged against you, and they can certainly use law codes, family law codes, child support, alimony, VAWA. They can use it against you for a motive that they had to begin with. Or when I say the divorce is planned before the wedding, in the back of an international woman's mind, Hey, if it don't work out, I can just say he hit me. I can just say I'm not happy. <laughs> so if these laws are on the books, that means the divorce is planned before the wedding. Who's pissed off about what I'm talking about? Do y'all want do y'all want some smoke? Because I know people are like this guy who hurt him. 
What do you mean who hurt you? I'm giving you knowledge. Somebody says, look up I-751. Somebody says I-751. And you know, military men are very much vulnerable to this one, these laws. Okay. Here's another law. Oh, this is under the U.S. Citizen and Immigration Services as well. A petition to remove conditions of residence. What is that? Use this form if you are a conditional permanent resident who obtained status through marriage and want to apply to remove the conditions of your permanent resident status. Yeah. There's forms that remove conditions of my status based on marriage. Whoa. Mm. The game is real. This this love game has nothing to do with love in the end because there's laws and laws and stuff that you don't realize and you get hit with it because you're ignorant. I don't want men to be ignorant. Deadly Yelly, press F to pay respects to the strong, strong and independent woman. Appreciate you. It's pretty much delayed, but we got to it. Maryland guy, we're almost wrapping up here. Maryland guy says, hey, coach, I just got here, but wanted to say, uh, that uh, he says, want to say they won't stop at 10K loan forgiveness. Not politically feasible right now to do more. They're going to roll it in gradually. Yes, and we know this. So I, um, uh, you know, this is done right before the midterm elections. It's timely when they uh, extended the pause until August, mid-August, late August, when they extended it from January. Everybody knew that they were doing this and they were going to do it before the midterm election and that they were in trouble, which they are in trouble, that they were going to do what? They were going to use this card and the $10,000 was always the prescribed thing that they were going to use to make people forget about Afghanistan, leaving the troops behind, the failed of the C-19 and the poke, the fail of Dr. Fauci, the fail of the economy, the rising gas prices. All right, where do you end the inflation at 9%? They were going to use this card to do it, and that's exactly what they did. So people have short memories, and they're going to forget about this, and they're going to be thankful. Many of them, just enough of them may be thankful enough to get them some seats in the House or a couple Senate seats that might uh, change some things. We don't, we don't know. Yeah, the shortage, the housing catastrophe, the failed economy. I mean, come on, man. I know people are Biden supporters here, but. This is predictable, and they're using your ignorance, right? They they know what's going on. Oh, man, we got a couple more on uh, Venmo. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. Chief Jumphack says Coach Adamas is undefeated. Indeed, Jay says XXs belong to the government. Well, without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean, I don't know how we not say that now. I know people may be offended by that, without a doubt. Okay, Pac-Man Jones, Coach, I don't think, I'm going to have grandkids because when I educate them on how the system is working against us, I don't think they're going to pull any triggers. I think it is, is it, I think it's it for my bloodline. Well, yeah, you can't control, can't control your kids, can't control your grandkids. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I hope it all works out for everyone. Joshua Calvin just got done listening to the most recent blue chip mindset. So far, so good. Lord willing, I will continue to pro, uh, proactively avoid the five mistakes that men make and set myself up for financial stability. These modern XXs are done for in terms of relationship. Yeah. He says, they, thanks for adding value to our lives. And shout out to the women who believe that 
they still have something to offer. I would say if there's a woman that came into my life and she thought she had something to offer, she would have to be debt-free. She would have to be under 28. She would have to be in a full cooperative and submissive mindset. She would have to be in shape. She would have to be embracing traditionalism and feminism. Feminism. She would have to sign non-disclosure agreements, prenuptial agreements, consent forms, and the sort and so forth and so on and the like. She would have to be willing to move outside of the country at the drop of a hat. At the hint of any bait and switch, I will move them out of the country and keep custody of my children. She cannot sign away the custody of the children nor child support, but I will make sure I will be taking that kid with me. We're not going to fight in a family court. We move to Sweden where it's guaranteed 50% custody, or I would make sure I live in a state that had no maintenance and also Child support is, I'm sorry, custody is also always 50-50 and she cannot kidnap the kid. And also there would be no child support if it's 50-50 agreement. So I, that's what I would do. But guess what? Are those, do those women exist? Nope. That woman does not exist. That woman don't exist. <laughs> oh, capital, uh, capital property solution said it. She don't exist. Exactly. She don't exist. So I don't worry about it. I don't worry about it. I don't wait for that unicorn to show up. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, if she showed up in my lap, here we go. And she got to be somewhat attractive. So she don't have to be a, she don't have to be an eight, nine or a 10, but she should be at least a six, six and a half or seven. That person does not exist. So I'm not holding my breath. And she got to be willing to be marriageable. Like she's raising the kids. If the if we had kids, there ain't going to be this. We're going to throw them in daycare and you can raise them and you pick them up and shuffle them back and forth. And I show up to PTA meetings. They're going to, you're doing all of that. You're doing all of that. I'm doing none of it. And I'm paying everything. And I will Thanos snap your ass. The person don't exist. <laughs> so I don't worry about it. Like you guys worry about it. Well, maybe, well, maybe. Yeah, and foldable and not overweight. And if she gains weight, I'm out. If she gains weight to the point where it's disruptive, distracting, if she's creating and she's a damn sauna heater in my bed at night in the summer, there's no hope for me. And she can't be a single mother. I mean, I'm not taking care of nobody's kids. Yeah. So there's too much that I have in terms of a criteria where I don't bother myself going, I'm missing out or what if I don't have a, there's, if that person showed up on my doorstep, then we can talk until then we can't talk. Somebody said no sisters. Then she cannot be a single mother. So that's going to eliminate 80% of sisters potentially, or whatever the number is. You're eliminated. So I don't do this across racial lines. If I did it across racial lines, most races would be eliminated right off the rip. So. No hope, no hopium, no cope. I, I just move along and worry about my life. If that woman shows up, she shows up. Until then, I keep it moving. I actually have somebody that's very close to that. Honestly, I do. I have somebody that's very close to that. I'm trying to think what's her one thing that I would disqualify her. Well, it would be she would have to sign all the consents and the forms. I think this person would do it. I uh, don't think I'm 
falling for it. I'm just letting you know. But uh, she lives in the wrong state. She's in California, so that's an L. Worst place to ever have a marriage is in California, so that's an L. So I know that's that. She would have to be willing to move to somewhere where the laws would be favorable to me. She probably would do it, but even then, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm looking at her like, nah, she's 26. She she would do it, and she's decent. She's 6.5, possibly, to 7, possibly. Cool girl. She's super cool. Politically, we're kind of on the same page, but I ain't rolling the dice. No dice. <laughs> yeah, wrong state. She in California? Eh. She got nice feet. She got pretty feet. <laughs> Somebody said, do it. Um, we got to wrap it up. Uh, shout out to no government name says CGA. You were interested to know how the XX has treated me. I've been dating my college crush for a year. She's a legitimate slim, thick, red bone sister. What's funny is since I got my own place, five XXs I know have hit me up. If I ended up single again to the dark side, I go. Yes, indeed. Shout out to you. Uh-huh. So, yeah, uh, when you. As a man, if you get your own place or you get a luxury vehicle and or a European vehicle, if you get your own place, you've moved up the ladder of available men for women. And women will start going because women want to scream. Women want to scream. Women want to have fun. Women want to walk around naked. Women want to have comfort. They don't want to be around your mama and your brother and your roommate. Having your own place is unbelievable, right? So. um You'll probably break up with that woman and you'll be on the dark side. <laughs> All right. Somebody says uh, real quick, because I got a coaching call coming up here. Somebody said, read the instructions for this petition. And it's quite lengthy, but um, maybe we'll do that for another show. This seems to be something maybe military men would be exposed to. Yeah. Hmm says if you have a dependent chil children who acquire conditional residential status on the same day as you and within 90 days thereafter. Okay, I will have to research that a little bit more. But uh, do your due diligence, guys. Do your homework related to these things uh, before you give me any sense of hope. If you want to be the Hafiz, where's Hafiz? Where are you at? Are you listening to me, sir? I know you're going to be. Man, I it's it's sad that, 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 that um, kind of turned out. This is why I didn't really watch their show to begin with. That roommates, I kind of sensed that they was on some blue pill-ish. And I never really watched their show. I don't even think I subscribed to their channel. But I knew that they had made some good groundworks. But I knew that they were not ready. They were not ready and, and willing men to represent men and masculinity. And sure enough, he got the shuffling. He got the shuffling and he and turned completely blue pill. But he was what they were doing was parroting the popular YouTubers coming up. And they got their subscriber base and their views, right? They were getting good views and they represented young men with the voice. But uh, as you can see how it turned out. You see how it turned out. He says they didn't fool me. They didn't have me fooled at all. So, yeah, they were they were they were dudes trying to um, they were dudes trying to essentially. Uh, put the hope strategy out there for men, but they were just parroting men and talking points and all that bullshit. And, uh, you know, you recently saw what happened to the guy. He got married and. He's now debating many of the talking points that he stole to get views. It's despicable. Despicable stuff. And not only that, the women podcasters are going to do the exact same thing. 
All right. So these women podcasters and people always say I'm hating. I don't hate. I predict. I don't hate. I predict. I predicted they would do it. I predicted what? All these other guys, I predicted what would happen to all these guys that have risen. I predicted that some of these people are chameleons, and I predict that these female um, single women who aren't married and no children, who are just parroting talking points, black or white, be there black women or white women. I'm not, you can say I'm talking about somebody specifically, but I see it. I got eyes to the streets. Wait until they get married. Wait until they have a long-term marriage. Wait until they have children and wait until they divorce. Wait until they're in their 40s and then see what they're talking about. Do you see 40-year-old women hopping on here talking about these dudes got it right? No. You see young women that have skills to be able to produce podcasts and information. You see them out here hopping on the gravy train. And it is what it is. I don't see them as competitors. They're not in my space. But I also know chameleons when I see them or, or I know an inexperienced woman when I see one. And so people are like, hop on a podcast and they calling me. One of them got my phone number from another content creator and they blowing my phone up. I don't want nothing to do with y'all. I'm not going to be on your show. I'm not coming here to collab. I don't want you. You can use my videos, fair use, but I don't want you. You're not coming on my show. I want nothing to do with you. I don't collab for, with people like that because these people are, and they're not genuine. Sure, they. they it's cool. It's cool that they want to side with you. And that's great. We should be grateful for that. But however, you can't speak until you have the experience. You can't tell me what you will do until I know what you're going to do, right? You got, you can show and prove. I, I've been married for 25 years. I've never done this. I've never done that. And here's my kids. And I got my kids and I take care of them. I raise them. I take them to school. I homeschool them. Yeah. Then tell me. But I don't want to hear from no 26-year-old, 23-year-old woman about all of these talking points they're stealing from this space and so forth and so on. Anyway, <laughs> that's my feeling on them. That's my feeling on them. They could be good people and all, but y'all do what y'all do on y'all side, and then I'll see y'all ass on the dark side, and then I'll see you in 15 years, and I'll start asking you questions. All right, if they've never been married, if they don't have kids, if they haven't put kids all the way through elementary school, if they haven't praying mad to someone, if they haven't been married longer than 12 years without filing a divorce, if they never got to age 40, what the hell they got to talk about? The hell they got to talk about? Well, this and that and this and that. Shit, you better get a damn debutante school together or a school where you can school women and then train them up in a, a situation where you can train women. If you don't have a school like that, I don't want to hear it. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to the coach gang. We out of here. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.